Hey everyone, welcome to the Ping Pong Pizza Party, episode two. I'm here with my boy, Philly B. Thanks for joining me, man. Oh yeah, thank you for having me. Thank Stoked. you. Uh, so, I'm excited about having you on because I'm a huge fan of what you do, uh, or at least what I know of what you do. And we've, I've known you for a long time now, but I've never had the chance to like really sit down and like talk to you. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. It's always like we're with a group of friends, like riding yeah, or whatever, kind of like deck talk, you know, like we're on top of the deck ready to drop in in between runs or something. It's like small talk shooting the shit, but the vibe has always been super real. And, uh, I've always appreciated you and going through like social media and stuff. Uh, all the DIY stuff that you do would do it yourself. So, so for those of you that are out there that don't know what DIY means, it's uh, in this case, it's uh, well, you tell them what it is. Yeah. DIY uh, it just stands for like, do it yourself. You know, this could be kind of any project, but with skateboarding, it's pretty special. Cause um, that's like, you know, where the birth of like modern skate parks has started is with, DIY skate like basically skaters just everyday skaters going under a bridge or going to an abandoned parking lot or some you know somewhere and doing it themselves like just starting to pour concrete or build a wooden ramp or whatever it may be you know that's the the most noted one was is probably uh Burnside in Portland it, yeah. that was started in like 1990 legendary um, yeah yeah and that's you know, those guys pretty much paved the way for the most part for the rest of, you know, there's a lot of other really, really notable ones, but that's like supposed to be like the Mecca or like the birthplace of, yeah. you know, modern skate park construction. And, you know, that's... Dude, and that place looks, I remember being younger and looking at it and being like, wow, is that like a city skate park? You know, it's, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It looks pro-made, but I've never ridden, but I've heard um, that that place has like these gnarly weird transitions that you could tell they're bumpy and like just have a lot of character which i really appreciate and love about riding certain types of spots um i ride bmx by the way uh did a lot in the past for y'all listening i i have roots in uh in bmx uh well riding kids bikes basically and that transferred into riding uh skate parks once you got skate parks in el paso and learning how to ride you know, those like quarter pipe transitions and stuff. And that's how I met you or through, yeah, through that world, I guess. Right. <laughs> uh, kind of going back to the, the background part of it. But, um, but yeah, man, like the, that type of spot or that, I almost want to call it like a subculture of building your own fun. And that's yeah. building your own, air quotes, building your own fun. Shout out to Steve Crandall and, and uh, FBM bikes. Um, Steve's the shit. Anyway, that was kind of their motto and his motto still. And I, I'm totally about it, dude. I love it. Yeah, thank you, dude. And, and you know, like, I think we can relate in this way, too, because, you know, like, especially like the mountain bike culture, like with the Lost Dog Trail uh, that's going on here in El Paso, that's like, you know, a good example. Like, you know, just the bikers came together to build some stuff, you know, in different ways and then negotiating with the cities and things. But but yeah, I think like just in general, I remember like even when I was a kid, people were building, you know, like the Blair Witch Trails, the BMX trails oh, yeah. down in the valley by the river um, and like the Donald's trails by Lincoln. I remember those ones, you know, and they're just like 
raw BMX dirt jumping trails, you know, and it, and it was just the bikers were down there building it, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's for that's everybody. Why I, you know? uh, I appreciate it. I thought about this before you came over. I was like, what? I definitely want to talk about, you do a lot and I'm, we're going to get into it, right? Like your photography and all sorts of stuff, man. You're, you amaze me at all the shit you do. <laughs> the <laughs> Thank cool you, shit you do. <laughs> but in the, in the DIY thing, like I, I was asking myself, like, why is it that I, that I'm, that I'm so stoked on this. And it's because of the BMX thing. You're right, man. Like building your own dirt jumps. Like it, before we had skate parks, we would go out there, our friends and I would shovels and stuff. And we'd pile up dirt in an empty lot and find some water, make mud out of it. Basically yeah. it would harden in the sun, kind of like clay. We'd shape it when it was moldable and have a takeoff and a landing and then build another one after that and another one, another one. And, and it became, just what we did. It was hard backbreaking work. And we're talking oh, yeah. about our, oh, our yeah. broken backs <laughs> before yeah, we started. Set up yeah, I'm over here sitting on a yoga ball. Like, oh, gosh, yeah, yeah, shoveling mud will definitely yeah. break your back every <laughs> so time. And like, but yeah, you're right. I'm glad. Thanks for bringing up the, the BMX thing because you, you told me I was thinking about that. Uh, that that's it. You know, yeah, yeah, you want to just go out there and do it. Yeah, 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 it's just for the sake of doing it. You know, it's not, we're not usually making any money off this or there's no, you know. Losing just, money, if anything. Yeah, we're losing money, if anything, yeah. <laughs> money and time, our backs, all yeah, that no stuff. Shit. But it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's just for the sake of doing it for everybody. And and also, this actually goes back to that, the first uh, podcast, the first uh, episode that you did. Um, I thought it was really important how he's talking about, you know, like he just makes it, he takes it upon himself to like teach the kids uh, certain skills, like you was talking about, you know, like a lot of kids show up and they don't even know lefty, loosey, righty, tidy. Like it's kind of, it's the same with the skate park construction or like any of this stuff. Like there's a lot of skills you have to know. You got to know welding, you got to know carpentry to set forms. You, you need some grunt workers just who need to like, you know, just physically be able to shovel, move concrete. Like you have to have finishers. You got to have, you know, like a real good designer. So it actually flows together. Someone who actually skates, um, so it's cool to be able to just like teach people these skills also. And we're like kind of building a crew, you know, like totally. So it's uh that's a really unique aspect of it, I feel like, you know. Yeah, man. And I was talking to someone else, um, one of the BMX homies. I was so pumped that you were coming on, dude. I was <laughs> Philip E's gonna be on here. I'm thank so, you, dude. I'm so excited, yeah, thank you man. for having me. Oh, thanks it's for, cool. Yeah, man. I'm stoked. I really thank appreciate you. it. Ah, and uh and to touch on what you're just saying, like your ability to rally all the the groms, oh, yeah, man, yeah. all the little groms. I've become so a awesome. diplomat. Like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even like, yeah, I've, I've taken on this new role of like negotiating between the skate scene and the city. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand it. They don't like, it goes so deep. I'm tired of like being the negotiator, but that's just the role, you know, I've kind of taken hey, on. But Thank you for doing it. <laughs> no, and then you. everyone is stoked. Like everyone's stoked. You got the bulldozers that are moving the dirt and then you've got the, you know, the shapers or whatever, like you said. And then, but none of that, like you have all these people that are down and have like the energy and the time. Yeah, and, definitely. Uh, and you know, but they need direction, you know. They true, need, true. They need someone to follow. And that's so sick, man, that you're able to do that. That's huge. That could be stressful, I'm sure, right? Um I know like digging dirt jumps back in the day, there was only a handful of us and we're all like super tight 
And we would, you know, there's trail drama. <laughs> there's yeah, like, yeah, I'm sure, like, yeah. Like, shut up and pick up the shovel. <laughs> quit fucking. Quit riding, quit fucking bro. You got work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, there's this thing in the BMX world in the in the dirt jumping or trails uh, trail subculture, which is a, a no dig, no ride. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. You got to put in the work if you yeah. want to. Yeah. And it's not necessarily like you've got to dig at our trails, but you've, you've got to have, like, have put in the work elsewhere at least or at some point right yeah like pay it forward in some way yeah and and so it's uh it's cool man it's a respect thing and i think that that's teaching again these groms these younger riders or skaters that are coming up that it's teaching them a lot of valuable stuff dude and uh that's so sick man you're a mentor to a lot of these people a lot of these kids and to see aside from that just to like to see the spots that you guys are building they're they're fucking cool, man. Like, <laughs> Thank you, dude. Yeah, I just, I'm like, I want to go ride <laughs> like, this crazy <laughs> yeah. little spot. Like, and then the GoFundMe's and like, it's so organized what you're doing, man. So kudos for all that. It's Thank it's you. really sick. The Paisano thing. What's up with that though? Because I I wanted to um, speaking of like participating or no dick no ride. Like, I've got a couple of kids. I, I'm stoked on on the scene. Obviously, it's a big part of my life. It's a big part of yours, but. I, it's hard for me to get out and like yeah, yeah, physically you. help. So you set up this GoFundMe, which was really sweet because then I feel like, oh, sweet. I don't feel Yeah, you don't guilty. feel obligated like you have to physically be there. You, right. can, you can donate or you right. in another way, yeah. Which is, which is uh, I thought was awesome. I was really happy to see that. But then it got shut down and I read something about, like, what's up with the Paisano? What's the status so, on it? It's actually, it's probably like we're... This is another thing from the first podcast, like uh, your buddy Dave was saying, you know, like this place, El Paso is like really blessed. We're real, like, we have a lot of gems here that are kind of hidden and people don't really understand like, you know, what we have. Um, and I'm sorry, one more thing is, I, I guess I forgot to say what the Paisano thing even is. So if you could. Okay. So like we were, we were touching on Burnside, like Burnside is uh, under the Burnside Bridge in Portland. Um, it's just a, a DIY community skate park that was started in the early nineties, um, late 80s, early 90s, and um, it became a full park, and now it's known as like the original DIY park. So basically, we're doing that. We we have um, an overpass. It's called the Paisano Overpass, or that's what we call it. I don't even know if it has an official name. It goes over, it was built, um, I think, about 66 years ago now. It was built up quite a long time ago, uh, and it goes over the Franklin Canal and the railroad tracks. And it used to go through, I believe, just like, there's a almost a parallel street. They actually converge. It's Chelsea Street, um, but okay. that uh, Chelsea goes through. It goes through. It doesn't go, have an overpass or anything. But um, the, I actually originally started this plan in 2011. I had built uh, some stuff that made it into the skateboard magazine. I built these ramps in my backyard. Like we're real blessed to have this property, you know. So I was able to learn in my early 20s, uh, late late teens, early twenties, like how to construct like wooden ramps and like how to frame and how to do things. And we just kind of like figured it out with a group of us. And my dad had a little bit of like, you know, uh, home building experience. So he gave me like some, you know, key uh, pieces to this. You know what I mean? He taught me a lot about yeah. carpentry and things, but it's different. It's different when you're framing boxes as compared to things with radiuses and you know what I mean? Like transitional. A lot of uh, crossover, but. Yeah, it crosses totally over, different. but yeah, yeah, you have to adjust for sure. And we had to learn a lot on our own. Mostly, you know, um, but basically all, uh, all that transpired to 
this, like I, I realized like what we were able to do, but I didn't know much about concrete, you know? So I, we wanted to do, we knew about Burnside. I was like fresh into skating. I had only been skating for maybe five or six years, but we had, I went down there with some older dudes, like dudes that were older than me that kind of wanted to do this. Um, and we, we looked at a few spots. Uh, the two, the two people I went with are, uh, Theron Nicholson and, oh, my boy, Theron. Yeah, and Daniel Ben. So I don't know if you Danny know. Danny Ben, yeah. Yeah, oh, Danny Ben. I love ben, those dude. dudes so much, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah great guys. Just been like, camping with Theron, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, cool. It was, it was I have pictures, too, from 2011. And, and I had done a lot with the El Paso Skate Park Association with, uh, you know, with Paul Zimmerman and, and yeah. Jaime Favela and Bill Robertson. Everybody knows Bill Robertson is Dr. Skateboard. Um, and yeah, you know, those guys paved the way and I I got to learn a lot about the concrete and see like what was possible. But uh, I always, from that day when, when uh, Danny Ben and Theron and I went, when we went out there, I was set on Paisano because there's also that spot, the hook, or they call it in skateboarding, they call it the Texas wave or big wave or something like that. BMX it's, knows it as the hook. Yeah, yeah, BMX knows it as the hook. We Locally, it's known as the hook. And it's, it's become a, Super famous, uh, yeah. It's, it's international. Probably, it was, I don't know. It's it was actually recently on the the cover of Confusion, Confusion magazine. No shit. Yeah, it was. It got the cover of this last issue. So. Oh man, I need to look it up. That's sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I, I have. They send me a few, so I'll give you one, dude. I'll sick. Give you one for sure. All right, cool. But, so um, you guys, you and Theron and Danny went down there. Uh, yeah, yeah. We went uh, there. We went to a spot under Piedras and I ten. Um, there's like a bridge there, but it's really open. You can see it from the freeway, so it'd be. It was pretty risky. We went to the worm, um, you know, yeah. like a couple ditches, like thought about doing some things. But the reason Paisano is so hidden and um, it's surrounded like that under that ditch is, you know, pros are already going there. Like you said, it's already internationally famous for that ditch that was built probably in like the 80s or 90s. That feature is just like that oververt cradle feature. Um, but the the specific features of that actual overpass is that it's like it's shaded all the time. It has a flat, packed, con- uh, I mean, not concrete, I'm sorry, gravel pad that's already like packed from the construction of the bridge. So it's perfect to pour concrete on top of. And then, um, interesting. It, yeah, when it rains, it doesn't get wet under there. It's always protected. So, you know, in, in El Paso, it gets pretty hot here in the, in the middle of the summer. So There's a lot like, that goes into picking a spot for this kind of thing. I, I didn't even, I, didn't, I mean, the shade thing, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. But the packed concrete, that makes sense. Yeah, it's and packed the, dirt. It's you know what I mean, like the it's, erosion aspect of it with the because when it does rain, it fucking rains. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you, yeah. You've seen it wash stuff out. And totally, like, it's already all designed to where it all pitches downward towards that ditch. So every all the runoff goes into that ditch anyway. So like this, these are things that at the time I might not have realized were as important, but now I'm realizing that it's important. Nice. Let me let me take grab some water. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that's cool, man. That's that's sick. I haven't seen it. I want to. And I am going to visit it at some point, but uh, the kids, my kids have actually been to the hook. It's funny. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I've got some friends that, uh, you know, give me a shout every now and then when they're coming through town, they're from out of town, you know, they've got people that want to ride the hook or want to ride some spots that, you know, El Paso's becoming pretty, as you well know, pretty like, uh, it's on the map now in the skating world and the BMX world for, for our spots. It's It was under the radar for so long and now it's really it's a it's a destination. It's a spot you just stop at. You don't just sleep or pass through. Yeah, and, um, definitely. And the absolutely. hook is is one of the top ones for sure. And uh, I remember getting a call, and uh, you know, a couple of pros were coming through, and and they wanted to go to the hook. And I 
Lily was at work, my wife Lily, she was at work, and I was like, had the kids, and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was, you know, found bum shit and needles before, you know, it's yeah, like, whatever, yeah, you know, it's a typical sure. spot, but there's these like high school kids that are ditching, they're smoking some weed, and I'm, and I walked over to them, like my kids were, I was like, yo, hang out with the, the kids for a second. And I was like, hey guys, I ain't here to bust your balls, you know, but like I got my little ones. Can we just like scoot it over a little bit? You know? oh, <laughs> like, yeah, they're yeah. like, fuck yeah, dude, it's all good. <laughs> and it was a cool scene, man. Like you got them doing their thing and the, these pro dudes were like shredding this spot. And my son was there on his strider trying to shred too. <laughs> and it nice, was like, that's awesome. like so much going on and everybody was just like about it. It was a really interesting experience at the hook that day. That's but, cool. Um, That's anyway, awesome. just a little anecdote about the hook. That place, I love that place. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you're saying it's like known throughout the skating and BMA. Just everybody knows about it. It's um, I think there's a website online called Spot Finder or something like that, and it's one of the few spots in El Paso that's like on there. You know, so people when they look up spots in El Paso, even it's like that's on there. Like, oh, dude, I'm still finding spots too. Driving around. Oh yeah. Uh, again, I haven't been to Paisano. It's on my list of things to do, but. Like just running errands, I'm with the kids or whatever. Uh, I'll even be driving, and Lily sometimes will be in the passenger seat, and I'll be like, "Hey, can you get my phone? Uh, open up my notes. There's a an a ongoing list uh, titled Spots, <laughs> and can you just type this real quick? And I'll be like, blah 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 blah, uh, and I'll describe like the thing real quick, and just like make a little footnote. And I've got this list going. Oh, that's amazing! Of little spots that I just that look and nothing crazy, just like little nib jib stuff or just something yeah. interesting. Or something that I, that I wouldn't do, but like a banger that I think some pro would want to eye up or something. And I, because it's in you, man. Like, yeah, it's always dude, in you. You're always seeing it. Yeah, you're cruising down the streets and you're like, oh man, that that looks sick. Like yeah, you, yes. once you have the eye, it's just you have the eye, and that's all. I love it. Even yeah. though I'm not riding, it's like kind of am in my mind. You know, whenever right, I'm right. Down. The, yeah, the one thing I, I'm like kind of uh, envious of BMX is that you guys are like have all terrain ability. You know, like you guys can hit like dirt into like a stair set where the skaters like if there's no concrete, it's like fuck. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like we can't hit the stair set. Get or a bike, dude. Yeah, right, right. I used to when I was younger. I used to ride. I, I'd help them at Blair Witch and stuff because my oh. cousin and. Dorian, shout out to Dorian. Yeah, man. Dorian, and Tommy, and those guys. And, and Tommy, man. yeah. Dude, and Trip, man. R.I.P. Trip. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, all those dudes. Charles, oh, man. Yeah, that's cool, man. He was, those, those guys taught me a lot, you know. So, Blair Witch, let's talk about Blair Witch a little bit, man. That place. That was going back to like the dirt jumps where we, we build those uh, BMX jumps. This place was in the Upper Valley. I don't. I couldn't even tell you exactly where back in the day. It's get close to where my house is now. It's it's right down. It's pretty close to where it's like Gomez and Upper Valley. But if you go towards the river on Gomez, I, I don't even think it's actually called Gomez. But um, such a special spot, though. Yeah, and it those, was there. Now there's houses there. They it, it was a work of art. Yeah. Like I remember showing up, and we we had our like this was back before social media or even smartphones oh, yeah, or anything, right? Oh, yeah, way before, Back in my day. You know? <laughs> this was like, like flip phones. Yeah, back before I had a Nokia bad, brick bad. phone and right, you know, exactly. a little snake and thing. And we had these crews, like, uh, I imagine that skating was the same way, like you had your East Side crew and like the Northeast Cats and like, you know, they're like mm-hmm. these little, I wouldn't call them gangs, but you know, these groups of dudes that would ride, you know, they're within arm's distance of each other. And, and so we had these little like different sets of trails and dirt jumps all around town. And Blair Witch was, everybody knew, like, oh, dude, those guys are on another level. Hell Just, yeah. And we, we made the trip out there one time. And uh, the first time, actually, I went out there and uh, thought I could dirt jump. Well, I didn't really, I, I knew I didn't, I wasn't as good as, like, the other guys. I always 
really had to work harder. I, just, I was super scared, <laughs> just like, stuck. but I, you know, I, I found my way. And showing up to that place, I was just like, there's no fucking way, dude. <laughs> this place is like serious, huge jumps, and so many of them. And it was like in the woods. The, the vibe was so different than the open air desert spots that were all, all around the rest of town. Like this place was special. It was, you had mosquitoes and it was humid and it was like, well, humidity for our standards, you know, it was like, yeah. it was just, it was different, man. It was really. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. Cause man, like, it was the an clay experience. down there is like perfect. And for the dirt. Those jumps, yeah. The know, dirt was and, different. You know. Yeah, man. Those guys were, they found a really cool spot. It was a bummer yeah. when, the, when that place got plowed, but it was a treat. And, uh, and yeah, anyway, trails and dirt jumps, that's yeah. BMX DIY to the max. Yeah. Yeah. That's the BMX DIY, which, yeah, that's like, it's so awesome, you know, and it's the same as what's going on at Paisano. It's just like, and and you know, what's interesting about Paisano too, is that like we, even from the beginning, I always wanted to bring in anybody like BMXers, scooters, rollerbladers, whatever, like I don't care if you want to ride a unicycle on the thing. Like, yeah. you know, that makes you stoked. Like, Some people shred on unis. Yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> and, like, if that's your thing, that's your thing. If, you, if you're down to come help us, you're in. You know what I mean? Like, Hell yeah. that goes to what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, people can pitch in any way. And, I mean, no matter what, like, if you're going to build a DIY spot, it's, like, open season to the community. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, we, that property has never been ours. It's the it's TxDOT's property. They they have jurisdiction on the property, so it's the state of Texas really owns anything under these overpasses and these freeway systems. You know anything yeah. like that? So and what's um, the status now? Like since it's not uh, oh, it's I actually, mean it's not kosher or what? What's going on? Okay, yeah. So I, I should probably talk a lot about this. This goes real deep. So like um, when so I knew this. You know what I mean? Initially, I knew that we we're building something that is not our property. You know, without building permits. Um, no inspectors, you know what I mean? We're going and building a skate spot. Uh, Rebel spot, for sure. Yeah, yeah, just, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's black market skate park. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know? it's, it's DIY, I mean, it's like renegade almost, yeah, you know? But, yeah. but in the same sense, like, um, it was built with community funds by the community, you know what I mean? So it's like completely community-backed in every way. Yeah. There was no city funding involved. and That's you, you grassroots kind of, to the core, dude. Yeah, grassroots, 100%. You know, the, the community has spoken on it already. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to vote? Let's vote, right? Yeah, we are, Yeah, it, we don't even need to because we had women and children show up to help us mix. We had the homeless people under the bridge helped us mix a few times, mix concrete. Oh, shit. You know, yeah, people around. Okay, so like the spot also is surrounded, um, about 90% of the, the adjacent property is surrounded by uh, El Paso Disposal. So people just go down there and dump stuff. Like they'll just dump their trash because they that know sucks. someone will pick it up. Yeah. Right. So that's another aspect that like this I knew from the very beginning is that we needed a spot that was, um, you know, a spot that's going to be like a neglected, abandoned piece of property. Like you mentioned the needles and the bump piss. Like this is a signature trait of all DIY skate parks is like it's a neglected, abandoned property bad things happen under there. You know what I mean? So this is another way that the city knows that it's a, it's a blighted piece of property. It's neglected. So like they've left it that way for 66 years. So like this is a winning factor on our, on our argument. Cause we yeah. were able to just go in there and clean it out. Um, there was about five dudes living under the bridge and we kind of, they kind of moved to different areas of, you know what I mean? They weren't, once we started pouring concrete, they didn't want to be around there where kids were going to show up and skate and like, 
it just naturally kind of cleans the area up. And um, one big thing too is like, I didn't want it to be a graffiti pit like some other uh, places tend to be in this situations. Like, so we started to bring in artists, you know, and like, I do a lot of art. Like to me, this is all art. Yes, That's how absolutely. I consider it. I just like, I've been doing art since I was a child. Like that was what I was always inclined to yeah. do. You know what I mean? Like I would always, this, this is just another form of art for me. Absolutely. Um, and I always, I knew if you, you know, everybody can recognize a good piece of art. So if we, if we put nice murals and nice art down there, the tagging and like the little kid graffiti and stuff like that, it tends to kind of move elsewhere. Like we can kind of control the spot in that way. And, you know, it's been successful in other places. They did it at Carolina in the, in the bowl. They did that like under the sea bowl art piece, you know what I mean? And, And that kind of worked. It kept the tagging out for a while, but you know, it's been done at other skate parks. It seems to be pretty effective in other spots. And we just did that project at Van Buren Dam, the Piedras. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's another really famous I love ditch that, that, yeah, everybody. That's an El Paso Skate Park Association project, like EPSA. Dude, shout out to them. And yeah, they, those guys laid the way. Like, you, we really got to give a shout out to them. I, I've been a part of that since the beginning. I saw those guys do, they put their heart and soul into all, like we wouldn't have Diana Park, we wouldn't have Northeast Regional. We're getting an East Side Regional that's coming up. We wouldn't have High Ridge. We wouldn't have Carolina. any of the parks. Carolina probably that wouldn't have happened. F- was that the first one? I think that was Carolina good. was the first. Yeah, and those guys really they paved the way. They got. I mean, it was really high maintenance. And those guys really like Bill and all them. You know, fucking Gabe Lawler too. He's involved. There's there's a bunch of people. You know, they all deserve credit. Danny Ben Theron, totally. all those guys. You know, they've been. They really pushed for it. So it's like, and, and none of that would happen without these types of projects. Like th- this is a very important aspect of this too, that like was a negotiation point for the city. Um, so let me, let me get back to Paisano. Like Paisano currently right now, the, the city of El Paso just sent a proposal through the city engineer to TxDOT. So they're in complete support. El Paso City yes. is in complete support of it. Fuck yeah, man. Um, the three of the reps have been down there, uh, District 1, 2, and 3. We Sick. actually met them in person like uh, in March, I think, at the end of March. And they saw it. They understood. We showed them the hook. I showed them. I sent them this email with like every example I could find of like ads and different things from the hook. You know what I mean? So they were like, wow, like skateboarding is going to happen here. Like, And, you know, BMX, things are going to happen here whether we want it to or not, unless we get rid of that, the hook and all that, you know, like they, they see it and they see like how we push the bad stuff out of there. And like, we're going to do this, this anyway. You yeah, want to work with us or not? You there's know, so many so, spots, you know, like, like, fuck, like yes. you said, you have a list of spots that you know, even like we, it's endless. Oh, we could keep doing dude. this forever, but like, and we are, and we will like, it's, there's no, the progression is undeniable and mm-hmm. it's beautiful and it's positive. So it, it makes sense that they would want to, be on board and I'm glad to hear that they are man because you know how a lot of politi- politicians can be and you, but you yeah. are not right you're, you're just you're just a, you're a dude yeah, I mean no, I just you're more than just a dude you know yeah. what I mean like, yeah. you're not like you're not like uh, affiliated with or are you affiliated with any sort of organization or anything no no not in that way um no not we're gonna probably have to come up with like a 501c nonprofit to uh finish this negotiation because they I, I'm not aff- affiliated with anyone like in that sense, like I'm not affiliated with the city. I'm not, That's what I thought. you know, I don't have any organization I'm backing in that way. You know, this is, we're just a group of skaters and artists. And we've actually had multiple like BMXers come help us mix that I did. I never met them before, you know, like it, people that like 
would have never been connected ended up becoming you know like a team like we're now a crew you know and like i, I can we come from the same world we, we come really from the do. same roots yeah, yeah exactly. there's, there's like, a lot of like i remember in carolina not to uh i'm reluctant to say this but like you know old school mentality like skaters uh yeah fuck bmx fuck rollerbladers yeah i never really like, like that i'm not it's, i'm not uh, about that man like you want to express yourself on this feature and whatever way freestyle walking like parkour i don't care i think it's cool like do it straight man. up dude, like yeah. why i'm not down with that discriminative type of you know mentality or mindset or whatever and so it it's sweet you've seen a lot less of it these days mm-hmm, but i remember mm-hmm. in the first days and i again appreciate and i, I give total respect and 100 percent to um Everyone like the older cats who who laid down the way, uh, Zimmerman and and all those dudes at the association, skate park association. We wouldn't have this stuff that we have now. You're right. Yeah, absolutely um, not. And uh, and I'm glad that a lot of that heat is is dissipating because there's really no need for it, man. There I isn't. agree, dude. Yeah, no need for it. Like and and the city asked me about things like that. Like they thought at first that we wanted to like make this a private thing. And we're like, no, 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 we're building this and it's donated to the city. Like this is going to be your guys park and anybody can ride it. Like, you know what I mean? We're not trying to put any limits. It's, it's we're a trying, gift. Yeah, it's, it's selfish a gift. Exactly. and it's selfless yeah. all in the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's the best exactly, thing. Or what you, to quote Matthew McConaughey, yeah. like, we're with, what you want is what you need and what you need is what you want. Something yeah, like it kind of is like yeah, that. Yeah, it's fucking sick, man. Because we are claiming this property, you know, like we're adversely possessing the property in a way, you know, <laughs> that they didn't intend, but it's a better than what it is. I mean, a lot of really bad stuff has happened to that bridge over the years, over the course of 66 years. And, you know, it's a homeless encampment. It always has been. It's just a stopping point, like well-known homeless stopping point because the they can hop off the train tracks right there or hop on and it's completely hidden from the sun like almost 24 hours a day you know it's hidden from society almost in general like by the dump and all this you know just physically so yeah and you know and it may still be um probably will be uh yeah but, but probably i've ridden spots like the hook for example mm-hmm. where you show up or any like spot in a bigger city on trips or whatever you show up and and there's a spot and there's like a homeless dude or there's a some gang dudes or, or maybe just some high school kids, like I said, smoking weed or whatever. Like there's other things going on and okay, you just kind of ride and go about your business. And usually they're like, Oh, all right, well we're going to go over here now. Cause if they're doing something, they don't want to be seen. It's like, yeah, now there's somebody yeah. else there riding and it's like, well, they could just mosey on. And that's usually like, there's rarely, Maybe there's one or two stories about back in the day, like yeah, yeah, for sure. If I, if I think hard, but I really can't think of much of where it's like I've shown up to a spot and it's been, you know, not not enough to be like, oh yeah, that's a, it happens a lot, but that, it's generally a positive thing for the spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, man, Paisan, I'm stoked. on is there a way that people can uh, donate, participate? Time, like anything, money, yeah, time. we can, we still have the donation, the GoFundMe link open, but I mean, it's right now. So basically, what happened was um, around uh, I think it was Valentine's Day of 2020, huh? we got a tip that uh, TechDot knew about it and that they were planning to either like you know they they were going to do something about it. They were going to either rip it out, find somebody. They were going to do something. So um, a buddy of mine, Larry, was out there. Larry Overstreet. You might know that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's an El Paso legend. <laughs> uh, Seiko Dub, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's Larry, dude. Shout out to Larry. 
Yeah, he he was with me. He helped. He's helped a lot. He's that dude's badass. But um, he, like I looked at him, we got we were there that day unloading material to start pouring and getting ready for another concrete pour. And this the tech stock guy was like, "Hey, I just want to let you guys know, like it's on the radar. We got an email about this spot and this and that." Because we had talked to tons of people. Cops had been down. Cops had even donated into the GoFundMe, which That's, is cool, dude. And <laughs> there you go. That's sick. Yeah, absolutely, right? Like I'll pass a I want this, this is why I'll pass the gym. This is why we're doing this podcast in the first place because like there's so much good shit happening in our community. Yeah. And like I'm even though I know you, I've known you forever. Like I'm learning so much just listening to you right now. And these little yeah, stories about like the cops donating, like that's fucking cool, man. That's it is ah, cool, huh? It's yeah, like and dude. you know a lot of this stuff. Most people don't. It, I'm was glad to kind of talk about this because there's a lot of animosity too and hate and stuff. You know, a lot of people also think like I'm like I live on the west side. I'm like this some rich white kid. I'm really not. We're like we're blessed to have the property we do, which like yeah, I'm in an extremely blessed situation just to have property. Your spot is but sick. Financially, I'm not. You know what I mean? Like that's why everything I do is fucking recycled and DIY. And you know what I mean? If I had money, I would just be like throwing money at it and like, okay, let's get this done quick and with trucks and permits and you know what I mean? Like yeah. Well, that speaks but, to like your ability to again you rally everyone together. It's like we're so oftentimes like one person can't really do much in the grand scheme of things. But when you get people together, man, like shit can change. It really can. There's like a, there's like an analogy for this. Like it's kind of like the DIY analogy is like, you need like the spear tip of the shovel to break ground, but you need the rest of the shovel to carry through or else you can't move any ground. You know, like the spear tip can only break the ground, but the rest of the shovel has to be there physically. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's, that's exactly like a perfect metaphor or analogy for this because we, I went out there with a couple buddies who like have done stuff with me before with Patrick Teus and, uh, and Mickey. I don't know if you know Mickey, little Mickey. Uh, don't, doesn't ring a bell. I don't know. He's a, he's a, a younger skater that's been, been in the scene forever, but either way, they, they just had faith. You know what I mean? Um, and we just poured the little flat slab and then that was the, it just, I had to go out there and do something first. I had to go out there and set the forms by myself. And you know what I mean? I just had to leap into the unknown with this and like, all right, I'm either going to get fines or whatever. And it was crazy too, because I had set the forms one day and then I got all the concrete loaded in the truck and I was like, hey guys, you want to help me like mix this? And like, we're just going to put this little flat pad and whatever, you know, we're just going to see how it goes and just let it cure and come back. But the first day we poured, the cops got called on us. Day Uh. one, right away. So we're like, we're there finishing the concrete <laughs> that we had just poured. And the, I'm like talking to the cop, like, yeah, we're just, we're doing this for skateboarding. And the cops, like, they went from like real angry and aggressive to like, oh, wow, like you guys are just doing this like out of your own pocket for skateboarding. And like, why, why are you guys doing this? Like, and we're like, yeah, just, we're going to try to build some stuff, like make it skatable, you know, like clean this area up. And their whole attitude changed. They were like, whoa, okay. Like, well, we're going to run your guys' stuff. We have to. I don't know if they even did run our, our stuff because one of our buddies was on uh, probation, I think, at the time. <laughs> but um, but anyway, yeah, uh, they ended up being cool. And they're like, all right, we just have to make sure you guys leave. Just know, like, if you come back, you have eyes on you and this and that. But that to me, that was like the green light. It was like, if the oh, cops yeah. already checked us, they know what's happening. I'm like, let's go, let's go for this. And it, oh, yeah. it made a bunch of people scared. I got so many mixed reactions because some people were like, oh, dude, I have warrants, I have this. And I was like, no, dude, you're not listening to me. Like, 
they checked our stuff. They know what we're doing. Like they let us go. It's a green light. You know what I mean? Like let's go. And so they left, and you continued to pour. Uh, we like they they had to All that right. day. They made us leave, and then uh, after okay. that, we yeah, it was just like. So was it like if we come back, we got to kick you out, but you can come back, whatever? Is it, or they just they just said you know just be aware you have eyes on you if hmm. you come back. But I can be taken a lot we, of ways, so that's good. Cool. Yeah, we did. We did like 38 pours after that. <laughs> they didn't ever come back. Then they started, cops started pitching money. We had firefighters oh, pitching money. Like dude. we had artists coming out. I had the, one of these professors from UTEP who's an artist. He's, he came out to the spot. He's, he's still, I'm in good contact with him and he wants to do it once we get approval. Like he's going to, it's, it's good, dude. This is going to be crazy. And the cool thing about this is like many other people have tried this in Texas and the, spots get ripped they get torn out totally and so like if we get if TechStot responds and we can figure out a way to approve this and get this going this will be the first in texas so it'll be yeah it'll lay the pavement or like the foundation like the groundwork and all the paperwork and everything for anyone else in texas who's like you know i want i want to build a diy and not you know there's a way to go about it it really it's interesting because like your approach and your final product and everything at all has to be like has to be lined up, you know, and the timing too with COVID was pretty important. That kind of gave How us so? a while, like, so they stopped us or, okay. So like Larry and I, we find out on uh, Valentine's day of 2020, we find out, okay, shit, oh, yeah, TechStot knows shit about this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we just, right then I was like, all right, Larry, let's go. We're going to TechStot right now. Like we're just going to barge into TechStot, <laughs> <laughs> tell them what's up. And basically that's what we did. We just said, hey, we're building this under your freeway or under your overpass. And they were like, what are you talking about? They're like, they had no idea. So we talked to this manager and stuff and then they take us to engineering. And of course, right away, somebody knows Larry in engineering. They're like, oh, Larry, what's up? He's like, oh, what's up, Bernie? Like, what's up? <laughs> so it, that's awesome. It works out really well. El Paso. El Paso, right? Like we're in that text on yeah. headquarters. Like, yeah, we're building an illegal skate park under your bridge. <laughs> I know. Uh, how do you know? Oh, he lives across the street from Matias house. Yeah, yeah. Shit. They're like, you should go to metal shows. And <laughs> yeah. It was sick. It was awesome. awesome. But after that, they're like, okay, well, let's listen to what these guys had to say and you know they're like basically the way I can relate it is like you know when you're a kid um, and you ask your you ask another kid on your neighborhood you're like hey can you play can you play today and then they go oh let me ask my parents and then they go ask the parents and the parents are always like no 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 and they're like oh my dad said no no but if you catch the parent out one day and you're like hey can your kid play today and they're like oh uh uh <laughs> well I guess if it's cool with my kid and then they're like yeah yeah I want to play and then it's, boom you get to play with them like that gotcha. <laughs> that's exactly what happened like we caught TextDot TextDot's the parent yeah. and they're basically like all right well um if the city's cool with it, I guess we're cool. If you can convince the city or the county, because we only work with municipalities, we can't work with a, a third party entity. And that was it, bro. That was our open door from there. So you I started contacting, yeah. yeah started hitting up all the city reps, like, hey, TechStot says we're cool. Like, if you guys are cool, and it opened this conference, like this crazy conversation that lasted like this entire time. And we just barely two, three weeks ago, they sent that proposal. So we're waiting for. The response from TechStot because the city engineer has backed it and gave us approval. <sighs> so the whole city said, you know, all the whole city council knows what's up. I did a PowerPoint presentation for them during COVID, all this stuff. And like, it gave them a time to realize, you know, COVID, that's what I was saying about COVID is like, it gave us a, a year to negotiate all this. So like, we were building the spot for about six months and we've, I've been negotiating with the city for like a year and three months now. 
God, so, or year and what is it? Year and two months now, a little more. You've got that's perseverance, yeah, patience, willpower. That's stubbornness to the in, in the <laughs> best way. Yeah, I'm not going away, bro. They know, they know it. You know, yeah, on the fucking pet. Come on, mom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. But that's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. Yeah. You have a vision, and you just. Yeah, because a lot of people keep th- going until it happens, man. There's no way you have to, you yeah. know. And I've I've seen it. You have to see the bigger picture in these perspectives, and I think that in El Paso is is one of our limiting factors. We're not a huge city, so we got a lot of like big fish, small pond mentality type of thing going on. Like mm. people need to get out there and see that, like, like even before I even poured any concrete, I knew this battle was coming. I knew I was either going to get felonies and fines, or it was going to go down this road somehow, or go into some long, long negotiation, which. It still can. We don't know. You know, it's this is still going to drag out a little bit. We still got a ways until we get like a full green light. But they're you they're talking it. like some good stuff. They're talking like, you know, getting a concrete company involved and doing like a publicity thing where they can donate to our five hundred one c. And then you know we're not paying anything for concrete. They can write it off as a tax write off. Wow. We just they just bring trucks and pumps and then the whole situation changes. We're not they're mixing concrete on the ground like. Because mixing concrete, if anybody doesn't know how rough that is, it's the hardest work you can do. It's like the only thing that I think is harder is digging ditches because I've dug ditches on our property and that is extreme. Yeah, but, that's what digging trails is. Basically digging ditches. Yeah, trails is very similar. You just make something very with the similar. dirt that you dig the hole. With. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You're just like... What is it with concrete, man? It's like it weighs, it's like a, a different, I don't know why it's so dense and so heavy. It's so heavy, like, yeah. <laughs> And when you buy a bag of it, they should put like, you should buy another one. Like as a slogan. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like quotes like, this is not enough. <laughs> Straight <laughs> up, dude. Oh man, it takes so many bags to do so little. It's when you crazy, pour yeah. that one slab, you know that? I remember going back and seeing a picture of the first slab. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I, I caught, so I had to work my way back because I, when I found out about it, um, you had a little bit of progress already. I think you might have even already had like a tranny up, uh, uh, oh, okay. a, a quarter yeah. pipe. Mm-hmm. So, but I backtracked. I was like, "Holy shit, what are they doing here?" And um, then I saw the first slab, and I I remember staring at it and thinking, like, "Damn, dude, to have the vision in your head, like when you show up to a spot and it's just blank, like a blank canvas, and to start with." Like most most kids would want to start with like a feature, like oh well, let's just build a, a something, maybe put some plywood on this on the you know on the flat, so we have somewhere to so we actually have something to ride right away. It's like the fact that you went for a flat slab <laughs> first um, just spoke to me, man. I was like, fucking, that's the meat and potatoes, dude. Like that's, that's cool. this guy's into it. Like it, it, yeah, yeah. It's it wasn't it wasn't a tranny, which. You would think, you know, or it wasn't even like, and I'm not talking shit, but like you go to a spot and most of it's done, you know, like it's like a bank to like a wall uh, or something. You're like, oh, if there was just like a little smooth part right in the middle here at the at the elbow, yeah, and, and we could just too. put some trash there and just kind of put like well, maybe a couple bags of quick creed, just something, but most of it's there. But this was like, no, you're, this is serious work from the ground up, and I was blown away, dude. And I was blown away, and I was thank you, dude. Wanting to talk to you and connect with you about this spot, and uh, for a long, long time, ever since I saw that man, much respect. You guys, thank are you. Fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, dude. 
I appreciate uh, thank that. Thank you, man, because I'm going to shred this month. Yeah, 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 dude, absolutely. Uh, or at least take the kids there and like, you know, play around and, and yeah, I'm pumped, man. And congratulations that you guys are, have even made it this far. Thank you, dude. Yeah. So yeah. many people are turned away, turned around with their tail between their legs after that first cop. True. Figure, very true. Maybe even not even talk to them like, oh, fuck cops. And then run, you know, or whatever. Oh, yeah. We had, we had these groups too, and it caused like chaos in the group. People were like talking shit to each other. Some people left the group because, like, no, nah, bro, I'm not getting you in trouble for that. Fuck that. And this, you know what I mean? Like, right, right. Like your guy with the warrant or whatever. Yeah, yeah. People, I mean, and I, I understand. You totally. know what I mean? I get, yeah. their, get their perspective, but it, it, that's another thing too is I think people also like don't realize if you do something, if you're going to do something worth value and worth merit or something that's worth it in general, it's going to cause waves usually. It's going to cause some differing opinions. Like you're talking about, there's, you know, people will disagree on the trails and like when they're building trails. It's, it's with any big project. Absolutely. Like people disagree, you know, and it's tensions arise when, when you're shoveling mud around and stuff. Yeah, and, man. Getting and, people to agree on something is so tough. You could have all the money in the world yeah. and like all these wonderful people that are hard workers and bring yeah. something to the table and you have a room and, and you have this like, mission and then it's like how are we going to do this and then like no one fucking agrees on it and, and it can it, kill the whole project and kill everything i yeah. think that happens more often than not you know on these like it does councils it and shit. it's uh uh that's politics i mm -hmm. guess right and the, actually you were talking about the flat slab after a while like we had poured a lot of flat and people were like dude i'm sick of pouring flat and this and that and it's like well you have to have some flat in between, you know, or else we're not gonna, that bank's unusable. We had to use, I, I, the vision was to use that bank, the embankment that's under the bridge naturally, that's part of the bridge. Um, because that's another engineering aspect is you can't cut or anchor into their existing structure because that's an instant kill for us. They're going to be like, you compromise our structure, you know, you compromise the, in, like the integrity of the bridge, you, you, the engineering is messed up now right. because you cut into it or you anchored something into it. It's going to cause a crack or something, you yeah. know? It has to be like, uh, in their eyes, cosmetic, right? Yeah, it has to, exactly. Right. Everything we do has to be on top or around everything that they build. We can't tap sense. in, anchor, cut anything that they do. Yeah, because that's just a really bad... It, it can just compromise the structure and then you don't want that... I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, that bridge like, can't come down when the semis are rolling over. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Dude, I because remember uh, the storm of 2006. Remember, like mm. streets were breaking into, and like cars are going oh straight my to God. hell. Yes, dude, <laughs> it was yes. so wild, man. <laughs> yeah, let's not let's not do that again. But um, do you have like plans written out for for do you, for the whole like the design of the park? Or the the spot, I guess. So we don't have like there's Shooting no specific. From the hip. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, to an extent, yes. Like I knew I was always going to work off the bank, that embankment that's there, and it pitches downhill towards the hook where the hook is. Um, so we have that speed, like, and the bridge has a. Uh, it's like limiting, like the clearance of the bridge. It starts low where we started on the low end, so we could like I could teach people how to do like smaller radiuses, smaller transitions. But as the bridge, the clearance rises, we're going to be able to build build like bigger transitions, bigger obstacles, you know, things are going to get a lot bigger and you need that speed to come back uphill too, to get back up to the top. Yeah. So, but you know, you, the best parks are, you don't have to really pump or pedal or, you know what I mean? It, the whole thing will flow like real nice. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Minimal yeah, like pumping. If, like, uh, like you show up to a, a, a spot on a BMX bike and you go to like to a park or to a set of trails or something. It's like, <sighs> I don't want to say pedaling is frowned upon, but it's definitely cooler if you don't pedal. You yeah, know? if you and can flow it. Yeah. yeah, like there's this spot. I was just in Austin, um, I don't know, like a week ago or so. And 
on a little just getaway, and I took my BMX bike and met up with some some old BMX buddies. It's really fun, and we rode this oh, place yeah. called Walnut Creek Pump Track. Sick. Yeah, it's so fun, man. It's so fun, but it goes downhill, like you're saying. It starts. You oh, like, okay. You can ride that place. You don't have to, if you ride it correctly. You don't have to pedal. So it goes downhill. There's these little rolling hills, basically, that you that you compress on the backside of you pump right and uh, you generate the speed, and then eventually you're able to like jump one and then land on the backside and then and you can generate more speed that way and then there's like a couple of turns at the bottom of the hill and if you hit them right and you're going fast enough they lead you coming back up the hill and then there's more rollers and jumps you can either just pump them to make your way back up without pedaling or if you hit it right then you can actually jump these things on the way back and end up right where you were and just bust laps it's effort because coming back up it's you're it, a pump track is like that's the goal is to pump and get your heart going and, and work out for sure. But it's like get you kind of don't right. know, dude, that you're <laughs> that you're working out. It's just fun. So, it, but it's built right, and you got these guys who know what they're doing and design it properly. That it's on in the yeah in the design, and then you know the ability of the rider, of course. But that's interesting that it, it's on a on an incline like that because most skate parks are not. They're on a f- perfectly flat surface as a foundation. Yeah, so yeah usually like, yeah, and, and design, like you're saying, is so important. You can't have somebody who doesn't like skate. You have to have a skater to design a skate park or a BMX rider to design dirt jumps Absolutely. or whatever, you know, like you can't just have like some random engineer or architect or whatever. But, um, but we do have some ideas. The best thing that I kind of wanted to do was let people kind of give their input on what was going to be designed. So I didn't want to lock us into like a strict design plan but um the city's kind of asked about this that's one aspect we're gonna have to bring up but uh yeah it seems like it's it's better to kind of just let things develop naturally so the flow can kind of like i love it keep up you know what i mean so yeah yeah that's going back to like bmx shows like you build one and then you test it out you yeah you jump it you tweak it you okay uh it's a little too far so maybe we uh, mellow this out or steepen this up or, mm-hmm. or spread it out a little bit. Uh, you know, we're overshooting the landing by. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you got to get a consensus of, of like the crew, like, what do you guys feel? How you, how it feels this way and that. And then, you know, it, it, then it, you just make it work and make it feel good. And then, and then you work on the next one. You have a good idea after you, after you really know that first feature, that first jump double, whatever you want to call it. Um, like you, can you feel know it, how yeah. it sets you up. For the second one, you feel like okay, this this amount of speed. So, what makes sense for this next thing we're gonna build? So, I I, I identify with that. That's that's cool, man. That because then that's gonna make that flow that you're after just organic and and it's gonna work, or you have a lot better chance that it'll work for sure. Yeah, yeah. Then we can work off of yeah, like you're saying, whatever's there, we can adjust the next obstacle or whatever. I mean, it gives it a little bit more flow. I don't want to be locked in, like, promise the city we're going to do this or this or something or, you know what I mean? And one thing, too, is, like, we built that rainbow rail there. That was one of the first objects that we built because um, I I wanted the street skaters because there's a division in skateboarding with, like, street and vert, you know, or transitional skating and and street skating. Um, But I wanted the street skaters to realize that this is going to be street mixed in with transition because historically all the, most of the DIYs have been very transition oriented and not much street involved, like included, you know, so. That's sweet, yeah. yeah, Yeah, I like these parks that have something for everyone. Yeah, exactly. I want everybody to feel included and I I don't want these guys to think that, you know, it's, 
we're just going to build a DIY that's all transition. There, there is going to be a lot of street stuff. Like I want more street riders to come through and, you know, I have nice. ideas already of what we'll do. We'll do some general stuff, you know, like basic things, but yeah, I want to get pretty creative with it. We have some yeah. unique like copings that we're going to go with. Like we have I, some yeah, ideas, dude, you know, like, I love that, um, that, uh, you put like a bunch of rock, what did you do? On oh that yeah, one? river rock opening. Yeah. yeah, I was like, see this. Yes, yeah, yes. This, like, some... give it some character. Give it some like. That's the beauty of DIY. It could be whatever the fuck you want it to be, man. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it should be that way. In my opinion, it should be different than any other skate park because it's not. It's it's like a. I don't know how to. Just, there's no template to it. There's no mm-hmm, fucking. Mm-hmm. Um, Pre, like these prefab skate parks, not talking shit on skate wave skate parks or any of these prefab because it's better than nothing, man. And, and they're fun. Sure, it could, yeah, yeah. could be super fun. Um, but you know what I mean, man? Like it's just different than your typical. Yeah. It's not like a cookie cutter. Exactly. Like, cookie cutter. Right, like, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, and that's, sure. that's the shit. It's way more raw. It's oh, more artistic. And I'm, more, s- yeah. I'm super excited. So speaking about artistic, I'll switch it up a little bit. Dude, your photography is the shit. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, dude. Thanks, and I man. love, of course, like, I, I've always been a huge fan of skateboarding. It's it's something that I um, has been in my life for a really long time. I'm the oldest of five, and I have three younger brothers, and they skated and still do kind of, I mean, you know, they're, we're all getting older. But I was always around it, and I was always like the the bike guy, but then all the skate homies were there. So uh, and now I have a skateboard. My son wanted one. So, Hell yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I got a, a Smells Like Fish Co. Oh, nice, cool. Uh, yeah. It's an El Paso-based company. Shout out to them. And I got Theron's uh, signature board. For oh, nice, the, the Hunter, Hunter one. That's yeah, cool. That's so awesome, sick. Yeah, check them out. Um, That's cool. Yeah, it, it was, I got it at, uh, where was it? Uh, Crooks, a local skate shop. Uh, they were super nice out on the east side, right around the corner from my grandma's house. So it was like a oh, nice spur of the moment thing. And yeah, it was it was dope. So I'm stoked. But anyway, like I suck at skating, but I love it, man. I watch skate videos. I follow Thrasher Magazine and a few other channels, or at least I used to. And, uh, and it's like, it's so beautiful to watch, man. Oh, like, yeah. Even though I'm not a skater, I... I've been following it for a really long time and I can watch it for days, man. I, I almost prefer to watch skating than BMX, honestly. Sometimes. Really? Yeah. yeah. There's just some, there's like, it's different, dude. It's like board sports in general to me are so, like the flow, it's ultimate flow. Surfing, oh, get out of here. I could watch surfing. Yeah, like, true. Snowboarding, just cruising. Snowboarding it's, too, yeah. It's really flowy. That expression. Yeah, dude. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love BMX. I always will. I just, uh, yeah, that art. And, and then catching that on film or, or on a camera is is just like this sidestep of that. It's like this this whole other thing. Like, yeah, you could get you can be a, a sports photographer or whatever, and, and do basketball or this or that. And I'm not talking that's cool too. But of course, this is near and dear to me. So like, seeing yeah, the photography yeah, and like the the catching things like at their peak or at oh, these certain yeah, moments, catching that style in motion, but like in a still is hard to do and and I appreciate how, how you can translate that Thank to your you, photography. Dude. I'm Thank a fan, man. It's sick. And that's uh so is that like I see you have your camera here, you're taking photos of like, the neighborhood <laughs> yeah. so I thought I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm glad you brought his camera. But is that something that um that you're uh what is because I know you have two profiles, right? You have like your personal on Instagram mm-hmm. and you have what is it, Flitch? Yeah, the Flitch is, when you were talking about um, like affiliations, um, Flitch is an LLC. Oh, um, it is. I don't, yeah, it's Sick. been an LLC since last year, um, about around the time 
that we started talking to him was like, I think I need to make a company, a limited liability company, you know, but, um, I've made Smart boards moves. and things I've done, you know, a lot of stuff like that. I've done projects for people, like all sorts of different things, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, you know, I, the Flish thing is just supposed to be for skateboarding, just all skate-related projects or photography or whatever. And then my other account is just for just personal photography and things, you know, but but yeah. Are you, like, uh, trying to, I guess, plug you if you're asking for business or something? I don't know. No, I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, if, if anyone wants to, you know, me to build skatable stuff. I can do that. I can do all sorts of carpentry projects and photography. Right. That's another thing that I that I that you were doing that I was stuck on. You have like this. Uh, is that Flitch also the the ramp building company that? You yeah, have? I can do. I can. I've built ramps and things for people for sure. You like know? backyard ramps and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, backyard stuff, portable ramps. Um, yeah, I mean permanent concrete structures. I can do patios, ramps, whatever. That's, Out of concrete walls, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. Dude, ramp builder um, for hire. You're like a hired yeah, gun. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I could do that. Anything like that for sure. Um, and then, yeah, I also make boards. I have a board press that we built. Um, so yeah, I can press skateboards and cut them, shape them, all that stuff. You're, you're like DIY. You're like fucking you shit DIY, you piss <laughs> DIY, you eat DIY. Like you're, yeah. that's sick, man. It's, I mean, it's kind of like, it's just by nature because we live on, you know, it's just a natural thing for me because we live on so much property out there. Like we have, you know, plumbing issues, we're on septic. So I, we have to deal with things naturally, you know what I mean? That suck. Like, <laughs> so it's rough. If I want to pour concrete, it's it's extra expensive to get it out there, things like that, you know? Um, but yeah, just by nature, we have all this property in this space. So I've learned to do things like, just I don't know. I just self-taught and just by trial and error for messing up a bunch, you know. And yeah, and just, I can attest to your the quality of your ramp building because you uh, you let me ride back in the day. This is years ago, but you let me ride Falcor. No, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> which. Uh, Dude, for those of you who don't know, I'll let you take it. Like Falcor is legendary, man. <laughs> yeah, that ramp, that that was an awesome ramp. Dude, oh, I don't know how that worked God. out. Like we built this mini, and then that turned into we spread the mini apart and like built this ramp on top of it, kind of. And it was like a, it had a tabletop in the middle. Um, it had like uh, an eight foot transition on one side almost, and the other side was like this steep bank with a vert wall. And I think it was tight. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it it was, was fun, dude. Yeah. It's all wood. It had skate light on it. Um, we built it for like nothing. We got all the skate light used off this ramp in Arizona. We took this trip, a couple trips to get the skate light. But uh, yeah, it ended up in the skateboard mag. The whole Zero team, except for Jamie Thomas, skated it. That was cool. Oh, that's so Yeah, good. John yeah. traded like a kickflip to fake. He was in the center of that magazine. It was sick. They did a whole like... A tour and yeah, that was that was a great one. A bunch of teams wrote it. It was in the Blood Wizard video. Um, it's been in a bunch of videos, to be honest. It's a legendary ramp. I remember hearing about it. I still have the forms for it too. <sighs> I have all the side forms. So one of you were talking about design. I'm definitely going to try to replicate that at Paisano in concrete <laughs> at some point. Like <laughs> at some point down the road, but that we need to get a shipping container because. Um, we can use the shipping container as a retaining wall and to store all our materials in there and lock it up and put like a blast proof door on it and stuff. Oh, nice. And lock all our, our generators, mixers, shovels, everything, you know? And then, but it's a retainer. Like with, with concrete, you need a lot of retaining walls if you're going to build structures like above ground because concrete is, you know, it's heavy. It's gonna, it doesn't want to stay up vertically. That's not what concrete is. Like, 
anti what concrete wants to do, you know, but um, yeah, you need some retaining and you need some like ways to block it and hold it in and like compact filler to build up on top of and stuff. So uh, well, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Shipping containers. Perfect. Yeah. Cause they're very inexpensive and we could probably get one from El Paso disposal right there. And Oh, they, another thing too, is they, I had them, they actually uh, wrote off the head of El Paso disposal wrote like a, a letter of approval and a letter of like support for us for the Paisano project and sent it to the city. And he said that uh, he, they could possibly get their welders and donate rails and things for us. So oh, man. they have shipping containers, things like that. You'd be like, Hey, could you guys hook it up with a shipping container? This you know? is and, so sick, dude. Like, yeah. it's, <sighs> I'm trying to think outside the box and use, yeah. cause like they did that with FDR. They, they used, they kept getting stuff stolen. Like people would donate like a, sh- a shovel or a, a wheelbarrow or something. And then a few weeks later it'd be stolen because some, Almost ate or crack it or something. And stole it to get money, and you know it's like they had to figure out a way to stop losing stuff and actually make those donations like stick around, you know, and like yeah, yeah. use them and stuff. So they, yeah, totally, man. There's uh yeah, they did that. There's they, creative ways to do that, and I, I like that shipping container idea. That's mm-hmm. that's brilliant because it serves a couple of purposes, and yeah, that's a lot of equipment, and yeah. it's a big. I mean, well, from the photos anyway, it looks like a pretty big spot. You're you're basically going to build an El Paso Burnside or FDR. So yeah, FDR, yeah, like kind of more like FDR. Yeah. Burnside's kind of smaller. This the bridge is huge, and oh, and they asked us sick. like because they fenced it off. Textop fenced it, and they're like, when we went to meet with the city, they were like, just kind of getting like, where are we coming from? Like, what do we want in the future? You know, and and we told them, you know, like they're asking like, do you want to do inside the fence, which is maybe like, I'd say maybe a third of the that one side of the bridge. So there's two sides of the bridge. Each one of them is about the same size, and they fenced off about a third. And we've only maybe poured like one sixth of that area. <laughs> so Dude. this bridge, I told them we want to do the whole bridge if possible in the future. Like it might take us years, but like you know that would be the the goal. You know, just with donations from whoever, and it's a and, tax write off for whoever donates. You know, and and how can pe- how can people donate, man? Like how what uh, what do you guys got set up? Right? You said to go on fo- GoFundMe's. Open yeah, again? the GoFundMe link is, but I mean, I don't want anyone to donate. I mean, it doesn't hurt. I mean, it, it wouldn't hurt for people to. Uh, donate into the GoFundMe. We can just save the money for when we start up again. You know, um, we started to do shirts. Larry was helping us screen print shirts and stuff. Um, that helped for a little bit, but I didn't want anyone to donate not knowing where we're going. You know what I mean? Like uh, gotcha. we don't have a gotcha. full approval from TechDot, so I know we're going to have to negotiate further, or we have to form that some sort of nonprofit entity, or we're, we're going to have to go from you know some way with this. They're going to we're going to have to be required to do something on our end. Is there some so, sort of like but, is there any way, I guess, any way that anybody listening to this um, can help in any way, I, like petitions or anything that... What I would suggest, we could start a petition. That wouldn't hurt. That's how we got the lights at the West Side, uh, High Ridge Park. Um, we just did a petition and submitted, and then a year and a half later, there was lights there. It was sweet. That's, yeah, dude. Yeah, I remember showing up and being like, what? Where do these lights come from? Yeah, yeah I think the kids are quite a bit. Yeah. That was rep one, uh, Peter, as far as being. He, yeah, he helped us with Hell that. Oh, yeah, Pete. And, <laughs> yeah, he's involved with this dude, like, and he's Sick. involved with the Lost Dog Trail. He's he wants to see this stuff done, you know. And all passes the shit, man. Yeah, they, he sees it because it, it just benefits the youth, you know. Like, and we're gonna teach. What I told them too is like, you know, you have park companies coming in to build like Diana or to build Northeast Regional or Carolina or any of these. So you get taxpayer money that they have to pay to these park companies, and some of these parks are like millions of dollars. And I told them we they started the same way that we're doing this under the bridge, so. 
you know, essentially we should be forming our own company and we should be building the parks here in El Paso and then sending our crew out to get, you know, build parks in other states or countries even. And then that money with our El Paso crew hired, you know, all El Paso workers, El Paso labor. Like we're going to hire only El Pasoans in the beginning, you know what I mean? And then branch out and all that money comes back to El Paso instead of us paying for, you know, a company from California to come p- build a park, and then it leaves. Yeah, All that money see, that's, leaves. That's like big picture community. Yeah, we got we got to like, play the long game. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of the same mentality with like this big vision of what this spot can be at Paisano. It's yeah, like you're yeah. looking way further, bigger than that, way down the road. Yeah, and that's they, awesome. They man. saw that too, and then I show you know showing them like how many people come to the hook. I'm like, you know, these people are buying hotels, they're buying our food, they're staying here for days, they're. You know, we, we need more people coming to El Paso, like pump some money back into El Paso. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. It, it would be good. That's, that's the, in the long run, that's what I want, you know? Well, with skating, with BMX, with, with mountain biking, with the, with our climate, our geographic location, I mean, shit, uh, El Paso has been this hot spot. Like, yeah. that's why we're here because of, you know, our, our being close to the river and, and, uh, you know, back when there were stagecoaches, you know, going from St. Louis to San Francisco, you couldn't go up and over the Rockies. It was easier to just come down. Yeah, follow the, the river. Yeah, follow the river and then go back up. And and it was like, and then the same thing with the, you know, they call it the Northern Pass in Mexico because it's north of their, what they've got going on. And and you've got, so yeah, man, people are have been and will be like cruising through and stopping by. It's like, let's make something of it. So I'm, I'm right, stoked yeah. to hear that. You're doing what you're doing, man, and thank you. Like it's, uh, man, I, it gets me stoked because, like, as passionate as, as I am about all this stuff, and it gets me pumped to to hear about it for to ride personally, right? My Hell kids, yeah, dude. dude, and and I see them when I take them to the park, and and they're like, just the other day I went to Carolina Skate Park, and I, and my little boy was sketched out. Both of them actually, my daughter too. They were sketched out to go down this the big bank. Oh yeah, yeah, and then. And he like went down a smaller one and then like worked his way up. And I didn't have to like really push him. He was just kind of like, fuck. Like he was on, you yeah, know, like yeah, you can see shaking. The, the he was like, turn yeah, and, like yeah. he was scared, but he was like, fuck, I really want to do this. Cause his sister started doing it and he saw her and was like, that looks sick. Nice uh, dude. And he sent it dude. And, um, you guy kind of got speed wobbles and, and then he like wrote it out and he looked at me. He was like, dad, I was Hell like, yeah. fuck yeah. Dude. He was like, yeah, I did it. You know? And and so, That's so cool. that yeah, dude. I uh, I don't know. Like it just made me feel so because I know that feeling. You know, yeah, like, that, yeah, you that, know it's yeah. like yes, man. You, you guys know it. You know it. So yeah, it was, to know that there's like that's gonna be something for them in the future because of people like you. Fucking thank you, man. Thank you as a like, father, that's... as a writer, as a community member. Thanks, dude. That's what. Yeah, I mean, because that's like. I, I appreciate you recognizing that because that, to me, that's the biggest driving factor. Like, I'm not going to skate. If this thing stays and this goes through, that park will be there long after I'm dead and gone. You know, I mean, that's not, I'm not going to be the one riding that in the majority. Like, you know. Uh, I, uh, time out here for yeah, a second. Check these Actually, um, I guess we'll, hey, <laughs> time out. And we're back. I think, uh, I think my kids kind of like interrupting, or not interrupting, but, um, playing a part in the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's that was... going to be a recurring theme. <laughs> no, it's, that's, a, that's perfect timing though because yeah. we're talking about the kids, you know, and like that's, to me, that is the best 
part about doing this is like leaving something for generations below me. And you know what I mean? Like the ones after me, like we need to teach them that they can build this kind of stuff. They can do this. They can make something out of this. Like El Paso is like a concrete town. We live on like a concrete quarry. So it makes sense. We'd have like the dopest skate park companies. You know, we should, we should be Look at our ditches. Look at all this stuff. We this place is so sick, and that's like the ditches. That's another thing. We have these like which. How do I? Uh, well, talk, if you can talk, because you, I'm sure you know way more about those like tranny ditches. Okay, yeah, yeah. Those so, are fucking cool, man. And I think those are unique yeah. too in like the nation, or at least Texas, or I don't know. Yeah, they're that's the uh, to my knowledge, those were the first. They, they call them dual purpose skatable drainage. Um, so because most of the year. Like you were saying, we get we get these times in the year where it rains really hard, and then the water will wash through. But most of the rest of the time, it's dry, and the, like you know, it's just wasted concrete just kind of sitting there. So it would be it's it's not really any more expensive for a concrete company to make it have a radius instead of just a flat embankment, which makes you know the world a difference for skateboarding if you can make it transitional instead of just flat. You know, yeah. I mean, it's going to be. That's for skateboarding like, BMX, anything anything that you ride with wheels is going to be more interesting if it has a radius, you know. Yeah, yeah, like so, a like a swimming pool. Like you could either have like a box hole in the ground, or you can have like a egg shaped hole in the ground. Like yeah, it's still exactly. a fucking hole. It's still concrete, but one of them you can skate or ride. Yeah, and the other you can't really do anything with. Yeah, yeah. it's just for swimming. That's it. And then you get yeah. these kids that'll like go and clean the shit out after a rain because they want to stay there. So <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like self-sufficient or like community yeah. uh, uh, driven, I guess, or maintained. Yeah, yeah man, that's dope. It's, uh, how many of them are there? Like how'd, how'd that become a thing? Cause they just pop. I just remember they're like, one day I, I, someone told me about it and I showed up to one of them was like, wait, what is, was this an accident? <laughs> right, it they kind of look like, like that. a really good transition. Like, what's the story behind this thing? Yeah, so I think I don't know if it was Paul's idea. Paul got this idea from somewhere. Paul Zimmerman, Zimmerman. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's an El Paso Skate Park Association like uh, agreement with the city and the state. So one of them was with uh, Santa Teresa. I think that was the first one. Is the Edgemont subdivision? Yeah, that's the one that I was talking about. Right. I think that might even have been built by Winton. Mark Winton and Scott Winton, Winton Homes. I don't know. They build. They're a home builder. Right but like with these subdivisions, they have to have a certain like drainage access. Like the water has to be able to flow somewhere so the houses don't get flooded or whatever, you know. Um, so instead, he was able to convince them to build it with the radius instead of just building this. Just they were going to do, I think, just straight vertical concrete walls, like unscatable completely. You couldn't ride it at all. Um, and yeah, they took the idea, and it was the first one, and people started going crazy over that. Um, we have three of them that are actually, uh, have radiuses or transitions. Um, and then there's one that's kind of like, it's an embankment, but they gave it a radius at the bottom. They made it one piece. It's kind of hard to explain, but, uh, it makes it easier to skate. It, it, they kind of like wanted to go with like a street ditch, like a street inspired ditch. That's like more pyramids and, you know, um, a little bit more of like a train, like a traditional uh, ditch shape, but they made it smooth and they added like features on top of the ditch. So that was like the last one that they did. But uh, the most notable ones probably Van Buren or PA, people around here call it Piedras Ditch because it's on Piedras Street. Um, that's the one that looks like a Gladiators Coliseum. Yeah, <laughs> it's, been, it's been in like all sorts of uh, magazines and publications and stuff. It's been oh yeah, there's this video. Um, 
that just came out, put out by the Etnies shoot company, uh, BMX mm-hmm. video. It was called uh, Chapters. Big, well, it looks like it was a big budget, but it was a really well done BMX video. And there's a lot of El Paso footage. And they've got this one drone shot. Oh, that's man. That's beautiful, dude. And it's got, it's that ditch, the Piedra or Van, I know it has Van Buren, but. Yeah, that's Piedra the actual, this, uh, the uh, city project name was, Van, it's Van Buren Dam is what it's called. Got it. So it. And it's such an epic shot. And it has like the Franklin Mountain. Oh, it's so cool, dude. It like pans out or like zooms out. Those drone shots can be really sick. That, Hell yeah. That's like, it's, it looks like a fucking skate park. But it's yep. just a working drainage ditch. It blows my mind, man. Blows my fucking mind. And that's the kind of thing like that, that, out, like that open-minded, outside of the box mm-hmm, thinking mm-hmm. that is so cool like there's no it's very um i don't know man people it feels like the vibe around here in el paso again is like uh people look around and they're like well fuck why not <laughs> yeah know, like, uh, yeah okay. exactly i mean that sounds cool like we're not okay yeah i don't know but it does take people like you and like paul and like these guys to like bring it to the table and and actually get the ball moving right yeah, definitely. Like you do need that spearhead or just somebody who has a different idea or can like, you know, can see a bigger picture of like, oh, this is possible if we just push it in a certain way. And, you know, Paul had some good connections with city reps and he had, uh, you know, publicity. He was a news anchor and stuff. So people knew who he was and he was in a unique position. And like, I'm so glad he did this, you know, and had this idea because I'd love to talk to him. That'd yeah, be, yeah. Paul's yeah. got a lot of good knowledge. I mean, he's yeah, he's been doing this for a long time and it's like. I don't know how he had that idea. He had talked to me about it. I think someone else had a similar idea, but I know that we're the first ones to get like an approval through the city and the state and all this stuff. And like, you know, that, that has really been, it's turned heads towards El Paso, you know, like absolutely in in multiple action sports scenarios, you know, like it's been in all sorts of things and that's, it's cool, dude. It's, I'm really stoked that, were able to go that way and the, and the city reps too even currently like even after we met them at paisano recently um we did a project with them afterwards like a few days later there to clean it up and then they we showed up and it kind of like helped secure our credibility with the city and then after that like a few weeks later they're like all right we're submitting this proposal to text dot so we're kind of like we're on the city's good side, you know what I mean? Like they, That's sick, dude. they know that we'll show up and like clean the spots up. We're like about like doing it for the community, doing it for the right reasons, not just you know for our own personal gain or whatever. Like, and it's interesting too because there's other people like uh, they be, they recently built a skate park in Horizon, and um, one of the crew members was like really like blown away by El Paso. He's like, dude, you guys have you have everything like you have it going on here. Like it's like, and he showed up to that cleanup and he's like, dude, you guys got the city reps here. You got Hank's high school kids. You got artists from UTEP. You got like skaters, you know, bike riders, like, you know, scooter riders. There was every, all sorts of people were there. And it was That's like, beautiful, man. Yeah. Oh, that gets me fired up. dude. Yeah, I love that. He thought shit. it was special, you know? And he's like, Dan, this is like, you wouldn't see this anywhere else. And, yeah, that that's. I mean, you can check my profile on Instagram, the Flitch. It's P H L I T C H. Um, I also did it on my uh, other account. It's Insta Philly G. Um, but yeah, those you, you like, you'll see the project, what we did, like the before and after of the cleanup, and it's cool, man. It's turned out really good. That came out good. Does your do you have like a website 
for people who are not on Instagram or any other um, ways to... I'm on Facebook, but not, yeah. not really. Yeah, I don't really have an active website currently. I used right to, on. but not, yeah, not currently. Right on. This is just yeah. like a passion project. And, and I had no idea that it was as deep as... I mean, I knew you were working really hard, right? And like mm-hmm. gathering all the dudes from, from the photos I saw and from what I've heard from friends and stuff. But I had no idea that you're like... Like talking to you right now, I was like, holy shit, this guy really fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it goes pretty deep, dude. Like, oh, this has been a mission, dude. <laughs> it's been a mission. Yeah, I've talked to the city like sick. weekly for a year and year and a few months now, a year and That's three months. Sick, and dude. It's finally like, I, I'm just anxious to see what the response from TechStot is. You'll see, you know, we're going to have to do something, but. Well, state of at, Texas is pretty conservative generally. Well, so, you, know. you know, El Paso, we're the bastard city. Yeah. <laughs> right. Texas is like... It's good yeah. though, you know, maybe this could lay the groundwork for everybody else to do it. You know, that, that's my goal. Yeah. My, like what I, in the best case scenario, I hope that they'll see it that way and be like, okay, this, you know what I mean? Like this is a reoccurring theme in, throughout the world generally right now. Like there's a lot of skate park building um, at... If you go onto Instagram to skate DIY, that guy's got like 150,000 followers. He's a his name's Clayton Grawl. He's he's a pretty good supporter of ours. He's helped us out a lot. But um, you see the trend. Like people are building stuff like this everywhere right now. Like all yeah. over the world, it's crazy. And it's been a like it's been a thing for a while. It's just uh, yeah, it's getting it, more exposure now. And but like, it's it's definitely growing. Um, I wonder. I, I'm like thinking if if FDR. Uh, which is where in Philly, right? yeah, Philadelphia, yeah. and then uh, and Burnside in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. I wonder if those spots, like what they had to, like what the history of those spots is. Oh, know? it's some of it is brutal. Like they, so like in Philadelphia, they were having those street battles between the skaters and the cops at Love Park, um, and there it was getting physical. Like kids were getting beat up by cops and stuff. Jeez. So yeah, it was it wasn't for a good skating, situation. Like just for skating, just for skating. There was big mobs. They had they were doing like um, different events down there. They'd like have events, and there'd be hundreds of skaters. And then they'd like the city of Philadelphia would bring in the SWAT team and like push these kids out. It, it was not good. It was like terrible situation. So um, yeah, the FDR bridge is massive, and they kind of like put them in this corner and of the FDR bridge, and like all right, you guys can build stuff under there. You know what I mean? Like oh, so the city like donated the. Yeah, they kind of gave them like the access and the ability just to like build down there. But then, even then, though, I mean, there was like this one, t- uh, I think it was like a 4th of July or something at FDR where there was like a graffiti gang and a biker gang, like I think like Harley bikers. And they, like, the skaters were just skating. I mean, like, this place is crazy. I mean, Phil, the East Coast is, there's a lot of people there, you know what I mean? Concentrated in one area. So you get all sorts of people. But it ended up turning into like a brawl between like this graffiti and biker group and people got stabbed and all this stuff happened. And it Holy like, shit. there's been a, some really rough history with FDR. And FDR, if you see it, it's like a graffiti pit. Like it's like what you would think of as like a, you know, like people go and tag, it's like free for all. It's like hidden area. It's, it, I don't know. It's rough. It doesn't seem like, I don't, I don't want Paisano to go down that road. You know what I mean? Like El Paso's pretty chill though. I think, yeah, we, I think, yeah, we're we not never, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not talking shit on Philly. I've never been. No, but it, it uh, is. But, it's a completely different mentality. It's a total and, yeah. different world. I've been to the East coast. I've been to New York. I've been to all these places. Like I've yeah. ridden my, have been blessed to ride my bike in a lot of different cool spots around the country. And, and, uh, 
El Paso is pretty chill. Yeah, <laughs> compared, for sure. Definitely yeah, compared yeah. to the rest of the you know rest of the spots that I've been to, and I I can't. It's so hard for me to like imagine and something, something like, like that, that yeah. going on here. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, no. and even I mean even Austin has like a way worse like homeless problem than we do. Like in the, these types of areas, like you know Austin is getting worse with that even now. So it's interesting, you know. But yeah, El Paso is usually pretty mellow with all this types. Mostly, for the most part, with all this type of stuff, you know. Yeah, dude. So, and yeah. you know, this is a positive thing. Yeah, I think, yeah. Exactly. I think if anything, like something, a project like this, will. Uh, I mean, it's obvious you're getting all these people together, and there's like mm-hmm. a sense of camaraderie and community. And, See, that's that's you know? what I want too more. And and I there's one oh, I kind of touched on this earlier. Like, I don't want people. The whole point of this project is like bring people together. And it, there's been that. I mean, you're gonna get that no matter what. If with these types of like things, you're gonna get like the pushback or people. Oh, we should do it this way. Or oh, you know what I mean? Like whatever that comes with the territory. But I, I think I want people to know like that it's it's open invite for these types of things. Like anybody who wants to come help and build, like come on, dude. Like, like come, you don't have to be a skater. You said your moms yeah, and you, your kids were there. Oh yeah, we've had yeah. artists come mix. We've had you know just people from around the neighborhood come like get involved. You know like. Yeah, my, my mom actually mixed one time. My dad mixed one time. <laughs> but at 75, he's got like heart oh problems. Oh my God. And stuff. Oh, I feel like a pussy. He's out there. <laughs> nah, dude. No, no, no. Sitting on my yoga ball. <laughs> Drinking nah, my electrolytes. You know? <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's it's going to come again. You know what I mean? We're going to have the time. Once we get approval again, it'll be like open season again. Like, all right, everyone come out. We're going to mix. Like, I want to do it more regular, like like more scheduled because like, the way it was before was kind of chaotic and I was going like four or five days a week trying to pour and it's like unreasonable. You know, I can't, I can't keep that up. So I got to do like one day a weekend or like, you know, have a setup day on the weekday and then like a, a pour day on the weekend until we get like a good area and it gets flowy. And like, I definitely want to put like grills down there and put some like picnic tables, have yeah, it like, be yeah. able to chill, dude. Like, yeah, you know, dude. like let's get out of the sun down there. And yes. Like, That's uh, huge. That it has a shape. Cause Every other skate park, that's unique. Yeah, Every the parks are empty, spot. you know, in the summer. Yeah. It's middle of the day, it's just empty. Even until sometimes fright. late. Yeah. I went and rode Carolina with a, an old friend of mine uh, not too long, just like last week or something. And uh, we went out, oh, geez, it was, it, was morning, it was a morning sesh. We met at like 9 a.m. Oh, nice, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we were there for like maybe two hours, maybe. And I was like, let's get the, I'm, it was it was lunchtime. I had the kids. You know, yeah, so, yeah, I feel um, yeah. But I, I yeah, I That's definitely was like, I was like, man, it's warm. It's bright out here. <laughs> and uh, and anyway, it took off. People were still showing up though, even at that time, just to get their session started. So people are gonna ride no matter what, you know. Like it's all good. But the fact that it has like that shade in this hot West Texas desert, that's badass. That's huge, man. Yeah, it's gonna be a. It's gonna be a. Uh, well. I was gonna say a hot spot, but you know, you know how it, not literally hot, but uh, yeah, it'll, be, know, yeah. it'll be the place to go <laughs> you know for I mean? sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, dude, I mean, hopefully, because yeah, that way we could people can see. You know, it's not gonna be just for street skaters. It's not gonna be just for skateboarding in general. It could be for bikes, rollerblades, whatever. It, whoever wants to come, I don't care. You know, like that's it. We already have BMXers in the crew already. It's who cares? I don't. To me, I'm not going to regulate who can ride on it. That's, re- that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? I agree. It's, I agree 100%. It's such a ridiculous 100%. mentality to have to be like, oh, well, you can't ride this because you have a bike. or whatever. Come on, give me a break. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> like, it's so dumb. It's so stupid. 
Man, I'm pumped, dude. I hope uh, I wish you the best. I, I hope Thank this you. gets approved. And I'm really stoked to be a part of this in any way going forward. You just let yeah, us know, you, man. Dude. Let me know. We'll get you back on here. Or Yeah, or, and I, like uh, you were saying, I could bring other people. Um, you know, I know other dudes have different perspectives. There's honestly, like there's some crazy stories from down there already too that it would take us a while to go through some of the stuff <laughs> that's happened that we've seen like personally. Yeah. We'll do a part two another time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw this dude like almost drive into the hook while we were down there mixing. Like oh, shit. blew the curb, almost like got his car up on top of the hook. It was so sketchy, but... Yeah, dude, there's some... Make sure good stories later Yeah, on. <laughs> things in the middle of the night that we've seen down there. <laughs> well, my man, oh, I'm stoked, man. Thank you again. Thank you for doing this. Thank Absolutely. you for doing everything you do. Thank you, dude. Thank you for having me. I I'm really appreciate this. Yeah, I, I, this, I like what you're doing here. Like, you got... It's cool because it's calm, you know what I mean? And, like, I've, I've seen other com, uh, other podcasts that are a little, like, wild, a little, like, hectic, and I like this. Like, it's calm, it's chill, you know? You have a good, like focus like you know i like where you're going with this for sure thanks dude. man i uh, i'm i don't know what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kind of feeling it out dude honestly yeah. and, and the feedback like i guess uh, with with that said i'll take this opportunity to say thanks to to everyone out there the, the the positive feedback after that first episode i dropped was was crazy it was uh, cool, it dude. was overwhelming man honestly um uh so yeah, just thank you guys. And thanks for the, the, the constructive criticisms and stuff. I take all that in and um, I'm just, you know, kind of how you're doing this for like yourself and for everyone at the same time. That's what I'm doing this for. And yeah, dude, you're, it's fun, man. I don't know. That's cool. Cause you're putting, you're helping people, you know, you're exposing people uh, and giving them like, you know, a platform and stuff. And like, yeah, you're, it's like with that park you we just you're diving into the darkness you know like just let's go see yeah. how this episode works one out, was know? like my little square slab <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah my exactly, first pour dude, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah now we're working uh, on some more slabs and stuff you know? <laughs> well my man thank you much love brother uh, yeah Respect. thank you bro and thanks everybody for listening talk to you next time peace